Welcome to episode 25, 25 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, Tuesday, the 30th of July, 2000, 2019. And uh, I have done fuck all all day today. It's been a lazy day, people, for me. I had so many, it had so much potential today to accomplish things. And I've written the whole fucking day off completely. Um, I blame uh, getting back from a gig late last night, having a couple of beers uh, before I went to bed buys and um, woke up a bit woozy this morning. Woke up with the old beer brow on. The old heavy beer brow. I only had like, what, three beers? Three bowls of bed. That's what it's come to, people. That's what my life has come to at the moment. This is how <laughs> this is how middle age is hitting me. That's my midlife crisis. When you can't take more than five bottles of Budweiser without waking up with a bit of a woozy head. Um, some people go out there and buy um, buy a motorbike. Some people are having an affair for their middle midlife crisis. Not me, people. I just dream of being able to drink five beers, five bottles of Budweiser without waking up. With a fucking headache. Ah, oh, Jesus. I know you're probably judging me for uh, out there, aren't you? Drinking Budweiser, Ben. Is that what you do? Yeah. Chained to the brands, are you, Ben? Yeah, I am a little bit. I like it. I like a nice cool bottle of Budweiser, man. None of this fucking shitty... Ah, oh, I've tried to get into real ale. I know. I know people out there. You like your real ale, don't you? You like your cloudy shit. That comes, I like my chemicals. That's what I like. That's what I like in my beer. A few chemicals just to keep me awake and uh, <laughs> and rot my internal organs. That's what I want out of my beer. I don't want this cloudy shit that, you know, barely got a head on it. I've been to those places. One of my, one of my mates, fucking fly there, look. That's what you get in summer. Fly's fucking around with you. Fuck off, fly. Get off the podcast, man. This is just Ben Briggs. It's nothing to do with flies. It's gone now. Uh, yeah, that's what you do, isn't it? Like one of my mates is like massively into um, massively into uh, the old uh, real ale, and takes me uh, takes me down to a place in Northampton called Beer Gorilla. Yeah, spelt. Um, I think it's spelt in the uh, Che Guevara way rather than the uh, animal way. And uh, he takes me down there, and it's fucking horrible. All of it. <laughs> I fake that I like it. It's fucking disgusting. I hate the stuff. Fucking cloudy shit trying to pass it off for £5 fucking 50 a pint or whatever it is down there in a fancy little glass. People sipping it like they're tasting fucking the best wine to come out of France. It's fucking beer. It's meant to get you hammered. And it gives you a fucking monster hangover. Uh, anyway, that's that little... <laughs> <laughs> a sidetrack rant on fucking uh, beer. It's a rant. It's going to be a ranty one today, people. It is. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, let's have a sip of tea before I get launched into this shit. There we go. Try and calm down with the old tea there, Ben. Um, I know. Uh, I'm doing this uh, at the minute. It's like about five past six. I've got to get out by half seven because I've got a gig in Alfreton tonight. Pronounced often, uh, I don't know, fucking these people. It's not, 
It's not pronounced the way you spell it. It's pro- Shut up. It's spelled A-L-F-R-E-T-O-N. I struggled with that then. A-L-F-R-E-T-O-N. Alfreton. But it's pronounced often. Fucking, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with the people up there. Why can't you just pronounce it like everybody would when they read it? Hey, you want you want to be special, do you, people of often? I don't know. But anyway, I've got a gig up there tonight. Uh, I'm closing a gig up there tonight. So, um, uh, yeah, it's uh, I've got to crack on with this. Fucking have a bath. Do my usual. Make myself look stage pretty, baby. And, um, and, and get up there. So um, I know people are waiting for, like, people are contacting me and waiting for the Burnley gig update. Holy fucking shit, man. It's coming. It's coming. The update is coming. Um, it's coming now, in fact. I might as well talk about it now. There's fuck all else to talk about other than that. And some other gig that I did last night where I ate my fucking balls for 15 minutes. Just munching on those fucking balls. Uh, but we'll get back to that as well. The Burnley gig. To be honest, it was all right. It was all right for me. I know. I know. I pulled up. Everything was there. The alarm bells were ringing. Miles away. Been offered another gig. Didn't know the guy who booked me for it. The guy who booked me for it didn't actually turn up to the gig either. So that the alarm bells went into sirens at that point. And I was like, fuck, this is going to be shit. And then um, one of the lads who was on, who was comparing uh, Chris Tavner, uh, that sort of like relaxed me a little bit when I got there because uh, I knew he'd at least set up the night well and uh, he did a cracking job. Um, but it wasn't. Don't switch off yet, people. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, and it was actually quite nice. It was quite a fun gig. Uh, when I pulled up outside, it's like an estate pub. Um, I'd call it an estate pub. It was like you know, like rows and rows of houses um, round it. Uh, terraced houses and that, and it was on the corner, and it it was actually all right to be honest. A lot of locals in there, mainly a lot fat in locals pub. Although they don't um, speak like that up there, do they? They they got their then their fucking northern accents up there. I was the only southern act on as well. There's a bit of a north south divide going on, but uh, they were right. It was okay. Uh, the gig went nice. Um, it was not without event, no. To be perfectly honest, so I will go into that now. Fuck it out, Ben. Behind the fucking curtain. This is Briggs pulling that curtain, pulling it behind. I'll get to the gig. Um, And it was nice. The woman behind the bar, like, just sort of, like, recognised me and signalled me to go into the back. It was in a, a separate room out the back, which is always a good sign. That relaxed me a little bit as well. It wasn't in the fucking main bar. They didn't switch off the fucking football or the telly that everybody's, like, invested in and then go, right, we're going to have comedy nights now. I know. that's a... <laughs> I know that seems like a normal thing to not have to switch off a fucking telly, but the amount of gigs where I've done that, uh, where people are pay- playing on the fucking fruit machine next to the stage while you're on stage, Jesus, um, you know. They had a clue. That's what I was... Uh, the, the, that's the point I'm trying to make. They had a fucking clue, at least. Bit more tea there. So I get to the gig. I make my ritual phone call to my mother, uh, to my mum, before I get there. Uh, that's what I do, by the way, people. I know. Hey, man. You a mummy's boy? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So I make a ritual call to my mother, uh, to my mum when I get there. 
And um, she says the same thing to me. Have a good gig. Just be yourself. Break a leg. Thanks, brother. I'm doing something, mummy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I made that call. Walk in. Uh, it looks a little bit rough, but it's all right. It was all right. The landlady sort of like showed me in the back and it was all right. Chris Taverner was there. Uh, another actor I've worked with before was there. And then some actor who I've never fucking met before. It was, I don't know, man. It turned out he was absolutely fucking hammered, but it was weird from the start. It was just like too close. Two, you know, came up, shook my hand and almost fucking butted me. I was like, Jesus, I'm going to have to... Uh, kick in the old muscle memory here from years ago. Started doing me stretches so I didn't pull a shoulder. <laughs> it got a little bit too close for my liking. Uh, but at the time, I didn't realise he was pissed. I just thought he was weird. Um, it's difficult, isn't it, in this day and age to define whether somebody is actually fucking drunk or just socially fucking awkward. <laughs> That's it. I didn't know. I didn't want to fucking, you know, kick off with him just in case he was just like, you know, didn't know how to relate to people. But it turned out he was fucking hammered. Uh, that was pretty obvious when um, he uh, he said to me after that, he goes, uh, he was in character. Apparently he's doing a pub gig in Burnley and he's in character before he goes on stage. Like he's fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> You know, ah, oh, got to get in character. That's it. Ah, oh, I'm in character. Fucking hell. You know, have a bit of self-awareness, sweetheart. Just have a little bit of self-awareness that um, you're, uh, uh, you know, you're doing a pub, you're doing a gig in the back of a pub in Burnley. You're not going to get an Oscar for this. You know, surely you can flip into character, you know, just as you're, Walking onto stage, you don't have to like meet other acts whilst you're in character, and then oddly enough, say to me that you're in character, um, which kind of broke the fourth wall a little bit there, son. But anyway, uh, that was the least of his worries, uh, I think. Uh, and then uh, the night started, and then uh, this uh, I won't name the act because it's a bit harsh, but it was quite funny. Uh, he just kept uh, sort of like um, pacing around and trying to make eye contact. I went and sat in a corner like I usually do. Get my thoughts together, man. You know, just think about what uh, what I'm going to drop on that audience. I already know. I already know. I was just watching the audience, to be honest. I was just watching the audience see the reaction and get get the vibe of the room, man. You know? Um, so uh, I was just sitting on a windowsill. I know it sounds weird, but it, there was a low windowsill. All right. I wasn't fucking about two metres up dangling my feet. <laughs> ready to jump out the fucking window if it went badly. Um, and he just kind of kind of started uh, just just kept fucking making eye contact to me. And I couldn't hear anything because obviously I've still got the swimmer's ear. So obviously he kept coming over to me and I was like, what? 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 I've got no idea what you're doing. Uh, then the night actually kicked off. Uh, that act started uh, heckling the uh, MC. Uh, which at that point I thought, ah, maybe he's pissed. Maybe he's not so, as socially awkward as I thought he was. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So he started heckling. Then he went on, did his bit, and then apparently he had a mate with him who started heckling him from st off stage. 
a mate he'd brought with him, and uh, it deteriorated drastically at that point um, for him. Uh, and it was just nice to watch the carnage unfold. Uh, oh, <laughs> it is nice sometimes. It is, man. Ah, oh, he was making me laugh anyway, him and his mate, like a little double act going on. It was confusing the audience because I think they thought originally they were like a, a double act and one was heckling the other, giving them feed lines. So what I, so what I heard afterwards, that, that's what they were thinking. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, but then, obviously, it was obvious that his mate just wanted the limelight. And uh, then it, it didn't go great. Uh, he just about got away with it, I think, and then came off stage. And then it was perfectly evident that he was fucking larruped. Um because he came over to me and said, oh, fucking really pissed off that my mate uh, was heckling me through that. And I, <laughs> I was just brutally honest. <laughs> Don't invite cunts to gigs, mate. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? That's what I said. Just don't invite. If your mates are cunts, don't invite them to gigs. It's easy. Firstly, probably don't, you know, don't be friends with them in the first place if they're cunts. I'm going to do that. And then, you know, if you're tied to them through years or through family and you have to speak to these fucking people and you can't just, like, wipe the slate clean with your friends like I've done... Like I've done, and you have to put up with these fucking people. Don't invite them to fucking gigs. That's what you don't do. And also, don't get fucking hammered before you go on stage. I know. I've done it in the past. You learn from those mistakes. I ain't having a go at the gigs. <laughs> but learn from that mistake. Don't drink before you go on stage. I've done it. I did a charity gig years ago. Wasn't getting paid for it. Um, it must be about... Oh, Eight, nine years ago, I hadn't been going long. And I was all Billy Big Bollocks. Oh, I can have a couple of drinks and do this gig. It's fine. I was doing a charity gig at Northampton Cricket Club or something like that. It was paid to get in. I weren't getting paid for it, doing it for fuck all. I was doing it actually with my beer gorilla loving friend, uh, Lou Chorner. And uh, there was other people there as well. And um, I think Pete Techman was there. I think he booked it because he still kind of holds it against me a little bit. <laughs> ah, but I remember being booked for fucking 15 minutes and doing half an hour after about four pints of fucking Fosters. I opened that gig. That was a learning experience, that gig, never to drink on stage. I opened that gig by, like, putting the mic stand in the middle of a round table and just putting the drinks everywhere. I know. <laughs> it seemed a good idea at the time. Hey, it was all for charity. It was all for charity. But you learn from that, don't you? You just don't drink again. At gigs, I haven't. Ah, dear. It was a fucking good night. But um, I went on a lot longer than I should have. And you learn from that experience and become a little bit more professional. (laughs) I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, so he was absolutely fucking paralytic. Um. Uh, I don't think he drank that much, but then, like, when the night started again, he went through to the back bar and I could hear him talking and stuff like that. And then he came through looking for his mate's bag, like they do, and went to pick up my bag and go off with it. And I was like, hang on a minute, me old fruit, that's my uh, that's my bag. You know, your bag is, your mate's bag is probably those uh, one of those over there. And he goes, oh, it's both of those. So he took both of the bags. 
and then headed off to the train station. And then Chris, the MC, uh, realized that the guy had uh, taken his bag with his fucking car keys in. Ah, dear, you couldn't get any more of a stereotype. He was a scouter as well. You couldn't get any more of a fucking stereotype than that. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so we fucked up the evening. So Chris then had to go down to the train station, uh, relocate his bag in the break between, like, the middle act and me. Uh, So that break became about 30, 35, maybe 40 minutes. I don't know. I didn't get on stage until about half 10, something like that. And there was a fucking long old break. And you're just sitting there just thinking, oh, man, this is uh, this is the point where the audience could tip over. They were having a few drinks at the bar. Um, but luckily enough, luckily enough, they were all right. Uh, I know it sounds like, hey, man, but it was all right. I got away with it. They were quite good fun. Uh, they were a little bit, um, uh, a little bit chatty, um, but they were right. But they were talking. That's what audiences do. You mentioned something and they were talking, hey, man, you, you remember you did that? Or, you know, like, hey, that's just like you. And I don't mind that. I don't mind that sort of chat. And it's all right. You just get it over and done with. And then you move on to the next bit and it was all right. And they were lovely, to be honest. It, it needs, you know, the old gig there, like, and then things kick off. Oh, man. The old gig's taken a bit of a slating uh, since then. <laughs> then. I'd tell you what. If you want ent- pure entertainment value and you are not involved in the comedy circuit at all, just log on to the forums, man. <laughs> just log on to the forums and watch comedians arguing about shit. It's the fucking greatest shit um, you could ever see. Uh, if you want, if you like comedy, but you are not willing to go out to a comedy club, if you're a housebound comedy addict uh, who can't get to gigs but thinks, uh, hey, man, I wouldn't mind checking out some of these up-and-coming comedians. <laughs> Just go on the fucking forums. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's enough entertainment value on there. So the gig took a bit of a slating on the forums because the lady uh, uh, running it advertised uh, for acts. And then my name got bought into it because I'd obviously I'd just uh, fucking done the gig. Uh, and, um, yeah, so I had to make a comment on that. Fucking Jesus. Ah, just when I'm getting out, they pull me back in. Uh, I hardly ever post on that shit. Uh, I only post, like, if, uh, somebody's asked me to post a gig for them or something like that. That's it. I don't make comments on that shit. I've got better things to do with my time, uh, than do that. Uh, like sleeping in the afternoon, like I did this afternoon, <laughs> or drinking three bottles of Budweiser and then collapsing in a stupor. Um, yeah, but <laughs> so the gig took a bit of a kick in because, um, because the lady advertised like four, five acts or something, four or five acts or 40 pound each, and everybody's going, Hey man, you want to be paid acts, brother, that. Um, it's not sustainable for that gig. We need gigs like that sometimes. Like, I didn't get paid that. By the way, I got paid more just to make the point. They made me. <laughs> the people commenting on the forum saying, I can't believe you got Ben Briggs for 40 quid. You didn't. <laughs> I, need to, I just need to, I had to comment just to clear my name as not the 40 pound comedian. Um, <coughs> oh, fucking hell. So I, had to, so I had to get fucking sucked into that shit. And, um, I, you know, 
like, I know people have got, in, in an ideal world, everybody would be getting paid £200 for every fucking gig. But it's a local pub gig. It, I imagine the pub uh, is mainly supported by the locals who were there. It seems quite a tight-knit community where everybody knows each other and that sort of thing. You ain't going to get a lot of people specifically from outside of that pub, I don't think. It's an estate pub. It's nice. They've got a little beer garden out there. Little uh, disabled ramp going down. <laughs> it's a little bit steep if you're in a wheelchair. But it's a nice little boozer. It's a local boozer, right? So you got... And it's a traditional... It's kind of like the boozer I used to drink in when I was, like, in my 20s. You've got a lounge area for the sophisticates. And then you've got a bar area, which I imagine is for the working lads... Um, who come in for a pint after their uh, after their working day? It's that sort of boozer. I ain't going to attract like people, a lot of people, you know, outside of that close knit. Everybody knows everybody, sort of thing. So they ain't going to get like a massive budget to do it. It's not a massive room um, that the gig is held in, but it was nice. It was fun. It was a nice fun gig. Now, in an ideal world, yeah, of course we're all going to get paid two hundred quid a gig and stuff like that. But it don't happen like that. You know, you need these gigs sometimes for those intermediate acts, just getting into paid work or something like that. I'm saying th- something like that again. But, yeah, all kicked off about that. Uh, I felt a bit bad for um, for the lady who was booking it, uh, to be honest, because she was just like, you know, somebody else booked it for the original one. But I, I just said, you know, just get somebody to run it or whatever and book it for you. And then it takes it away from you. Uh, but old Benny boy got dragged into it all, so I had to make a statement like that, <laughs> like I'd just been, like I'd, like I'd said something offensive and was apologising for it, <laughs> like I'm on a dual screen with somebody on the news. Uh, so I had to make a public statement. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just made a comment on the Facebook uh, on the Facebook fucking forum. With regards to that. Um, so, uh, yeah, but if you want to have gone on there, it's fucking like a lynch mob, man. <laughs> it is. It's fucking like a lynch mob. You know, not every gig's going to be fucking great. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Uh, I did it. I Just to clarify, I didn't get paid 40 quid for it. I got paid more than that. Um, but it was all right, you know. Like, it could be a really nice gig. It could be a really nice gig. She's done one gig there, uh, and it could be great. You know, like a nice little tight-knit community in there. You know, the dynamics are, are nice, you know, nice age group of dynamics and people up for it. What more could you want? Yeah, we all, you, you could pay the acts a little bit more, but, you know, do it, do it, you know, compare, opening act, headliner, two two newer acts in the middle, boom. That's it, isn't it? Don't pay them, just give the experience, give them a tenner or something like that, or give them a drink at the bar. That's it, isn't it? We've all done those fucking gigs, people, haven't we? We've all done them. I did it Saturday, but I was closing it. But we've all done those gigs where, you you know, you're working with other people and that. But, yeah, so I got fucking dragged into that old shite. Uh, And now I've gone underground on Facebook again. That's it. I've gone underground on Facebook again. After I pop up, make the comment. (laughs) Got a bit of the podcast advertising on there on the old Facebook comedy forum. Yeah, fucking get in there. Um, Yeah, so that was that. Uh, so that that was the Burnley gig update, um, which was uh, uh, better than I expected, but still fucking weird with uh, the fucking drunk, uh, f- 
fucking Daniel Day-Lewis character. <laughs> I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke, but he, uh, he, he was fucking a little bit too much in my face. I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, on to uh, other gigs. Fucking last night, man. I'll tell you what. The Facebook algorithms worked against me today, man. I did a gig last night. It was a late, last-minute gig as well. I got it like yesterday afternoon. Uh, I was doing some new stuff in Milton Keynes last night, and somebody offered me another gig in Bletchley, which is just down the road. And it was a Royal British Legion gig. Fucking don't do it, Ben. For the for charity, for the Royal British Legion, uh, I was getting paid and offered me a bit of cash, and I thought, oh, yeah, fucking hell, I can sort of like double it up and do that. Oh, man. It's one of them gigs that I fucking ate my balls, man. I ate my testicles for a good 15 minutes, and it was painful. I was opening. Uh, they were, I was following a singer. I know. I know. But there was meant to be a comedy section. The night was running late. I got there. It was meant to be starting at 8. I don't think it started till about quarter to nine, something like that, because there was a singer on wailing away with her dulcet tones like that, entertaining the old British Legion uh, for this charity night, and they weren't fucking charitable with me. I, <laughs> I tell you. Oh, Jesus. The average age was about 70 in there, I think. They are not my audience. The Royal British Legion are not my audience. And... Uh, a uh, a Facebook uh, algorithm poster. Yeah, this is where they've got you fucking listening in on your phones or whether they're tapping into you. A fucking advert comes up for the Royal British Legion to donate to him today on my Facebook feed. Go fuck yourselves. I gave enough last night. It's self-respect and self-esteem not enough for you people. Now you want money off me as well? Um, yeah, so I ate my balls for like 15 minutes, still got paid, which was nice. Uh, well, I ate my balls for a good 10 minutes and then got them back on track with my most retarded fucking shit that I could think of doing that might relate to them. Uh, and that went well. Uh, but I still, uh, made the point that I hated those people at the end. Um, and, um, yeah, I, 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 I it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable when I left the stage. It was uncomfortable when I went on, when I was barely clapped on. Uh, yeah, they didn't, you know, you know. They're trying to raise money for something. God knows what they're raising money for. I think it was something like other comedians walking, doing a sponsored walk from Milton Keynes to Edinburgh for the festival. Fucking hell, they could have done the gig. <laughs> I'd have paid them fucking 50 quid. And it started late. That was the thing. It started late because the... Fucking, they were waiting on the mayor who turned up, you know. You can tell, you can tell Bletchley isn't like the pinnacle of places to live when the, when the fucking mayor turns up with a lanyard rather than all the gold shit around his fucking neck. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. So that started badly. Uh, it continued to go badly. I mentioned how badly it was going, but it was just going to get worse for him. Uh, I mentioned, uh, you know. When I got halfway through, I was like, nearly there. Nearly done, people. And then they got on board at the end, but uh, it was kind of too late. It was kind of a little bit too late, but uh, that was it. And then I did a new material gig afterwards, which was fucked because I was going to um, I was gonna run through uh, some new stuff and give my chance. 
have a chance to fucking read through this new shit um, before, but I had to pretty much go straight on stage because the the gig was running so late. Oh, I know. I know, but you do that for charity. I'm a charitable man. That's it. You know, raising money for the Royal British Legion. Fuck them. Fuck them all. (laughs) That's what I think. Fuck the Royal British Legion. Fuck all of those people there last night. And thank you to uh, the people who were at the second gig uh, for listening to the horrendous shit that I'd just been through at that gig. Following, you know, I ain't going to follow a singer. You know, I ain't going to follow, you know, a female singer singing fucking Celine Dion songs. (laughs) Ah, that was the the, uh, theme tune to the Titanic. Now there's somebody who's going to say fuck every five minutes. (laughs) Well, five seconds. (laughs) It was a bit of a gear change, people. That's all I'm saying. It was probably too much of a gear change for those coffin dodgers at the British Legion. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell, what are we on? We're on 29 minutes, people. It is half past six now. I've got about an hour before I need to leave. Um, Oh, dear. Yeah, so that was the Burnley gig update, uh, the British Legion gig update. Uh, the fucking shit that goes on the comedy forums and stuff like that. I'm back underground, baby. Back underground. Um, you get involved in that shit, man. You can just get too far deep into it. I tell you, you see people. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, why don't you post on Facebook comedy forum? Uh, because I'm too busy writing material and uh, and sleeping off hangovers <laughs> from three beers, which I aim to do better. I aim to do better than that, people. Anyway, that is pretty much episode 25. Uh, We have reached the half-hour point. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'll be back on Saturday, no doubt. No doubt with more tales about gigs, although it won't be so gig-heavy. I might have opinions on things that are going back in the news this week as well. Ah, Jesus. It's nice to get that out, though. This is more more like a therapy episode than anything else uh, this time. Anyway... Uh, you can subscribe to this on Podbean and on the Apple Podcast. It's just uh, the Ben Briggs Podcast. Uh, you can like the Facebook page. It is at the Ben Briggs Podcast on Facebook. And if you want to message me about anything, calling me a cunt <laughs> or whatever you want to do, uh, it is podcast at uh, benbriggs.co.uk. Have a good week. People, make the most of it, man. Uh, And I'll be back on Saturday. Take care.